and welcome to Myth Monsters. My name is Erin and I'll be your host for these little snack bite-sized podcasts on folklore and mythical monsters from around the world. These podcasts focus on the actual cryptids, folklore and mythic monsters from global mythology, rather than focusing on the full stories of heroes and their big adventures. I'll also be dropping in some references that they have to recent culture, and we can see these represented in modern day content so that you can learn more and get as obsessed as I am about these absolute legends of the mythological world. I hope you're ready for the festive season now that it's very nearly upon us. We have one episode to go for the year following this one, and it's our holiday special, and all will be revealed at the end of this episode. I will also be taking a week break after this to celebrate the new year, so following that we'll be back on the 4th of January. Good to let you know. But just because we have a special next week doesn't mean that this one isn't special because this one is a bit more elusive than other lake monsters we've covered and from an area that doesn't really get many creatures like it. So grab your sunglasses and come with me to Turkey this week for the Lake Van Monster from Turkish and Armenian folklore. The Lake Van Monster is a water-based cryptid and it's described as being a sea monster much like the Loch Ness Monster or the Mugwump, with a 50 foot long body and dragon-like features. It's said that the Lake Van Monster is slightly different to the cryptids we know from these other places, and has more of a worm or dragon-like look to it, with scales and ridges all over its face and body, wing-like fins and a snake-like body with no arms or legs. It's also reported that it has sharp teeth and spines and is able to push away any oncoming boats with the length of its tail. However, there are some reports that it's more like a whale with paddle-like fins and a more positive disposition, but most report that this monster is hostile towards people. This monster has been known to attack people and in fact eat them, so it's certainly not one that you would want to mess with. Lastly, one of the more common thoughts, and unbacked up, is that it could be a dinosaur like a plesiosaur, much like the thoughts of Nessie, which have wide bodies, long necks, flippers and no teeth, but it is more commonly described to have these draconic, worm-like features that I mentioned earlier. This monster is from Lake Van in eastern Turkey, or Turkey as it is known in English, Lake Van is the largest lake in the country within the Armenian Highlands, which is the boarding country on the east. It is a saltwater lake, but it's also one of the world's very few endohiric lakes, meaning that they have no outlet to the sea and therefore is carbonic, so naturally creates carbon dioxide or bubbles, making a monster or anything else living in there all the more interesting. It's 1,200 square miles across and 561 foot deep, but due to Turkey's climate being so up and down, it can reach temperatures of 22.5 degrees in the summer and minus 3.5 in the winter, meaning that most life is stifled within it. But there is one known species who does live in it, and this is a fish. It's the pearl mullet, otherwise known as the van fish who are exclusive to this lake, they do not live anywhere else, and they kind of look a bit like sardines and they fly through the air like salmon sometimes. Of course, 
We know that these fish exist, they are very much recorded to be, but the only other known life form that might live in this is the Lake Van monster. Now, the geography of all of this is very important to this monster. This lake is massive. In comparison to Loch Ness, where the other monster like this lives, it's triple the size as well as being a little bit deeper. So if you believe in Nessie, there's a good chance that you should believe in this one too. As well as this, it is completely cut off and doesn't lead back to any sea, and this area is completely landlocked, meaning that however this monster got in here, it will always stay as it has nowhere to go unless it can venture onto land. There have been no reports of the Lake Van monster ever going onto land or being spotted wandering across any other bodies of water, and the closest one would be Lake Ermia in Iran, which is pretty far away, and it's also one that doesn't link back to anything, so it would just be moving from one body of water to another to stay in a stagnant area. Of course, because of its nature, we have no information at all on what it eats, but it's believed that there is only one Lake Van monster. Just like there is only one Mugwump, there is only one Nessie, there is only one Champy, and that means they have no means to reproduce. So it's believed that all of these monsters are just the one thing living there for potentially hundreds of years, and this one is no different. But let's move on to etymology. It's pretty simple. Lake Van is where it lives, so it's the Lake Van monster. However, if you were curious as to what it is in Turkish, it's Van Gulu Kanavari, Gulu meaning lake and Kanavari meaning monster. Its history is a bit more interesting than this though, I promise. The first ever written sighting of the monster was back in 1889, when an Ottoman newspaper reported that someone had been dragged into the lake by an unknown creature. Following this, they did a sweep of the lake with a scientific survey group, and of course, found nothing. It was 1889, I don't know what they expected. Before I go into this though, I want to set the scene for Turkey back in the 1880s, because you'll notice that I used the word Ottoman there, and I'm sure many of you might be thinking, what the heck does Ottoman mean? And why is it related? So Turkish history is a bit bloody, and I'll spare you the biggest of details, but the Ottoman Empire was one of the longest running empires in the world, and started in Turkey. This empire dominated a lot of the Middle East. If you look at the geography around Turkey, this is where the biggest part of their empire was, and this was from around the 1320s to the 1920s, and they had control over countries like Egypt, Armenia, Iraq, Kuwait, Greece, Macedonia, Bulgaria, Romania, Lebanon, Israel, Palestine, Albania, Bosnia and Herzegovina, Serbia, Syria, Saudi Arabia, Yemen, Tunisia, Libya and Algeria. So it was a huge, huge empire in a very, very small concentrated place. Because of this, a lot of these countries have a very Turkish influence from this time, and when I mentioned our monster at the start of this episode, I did say it was also Armenian. But usually that wouldn't make sense in regards to its location, right? I would even say it's more likely that this would be Iraqi, but because of the Ottoman Empire, the Armenian highlands in Turkey 
are still considered to be Armenian as well as Turkish, and we actually have translations for the monster in Armenian, Turkish and Kurdish, and Kurdish is the language of people from Eastern Turkey, Iraq, Syria and Iran, again mainly because of the spread of influence during the Ottoman Empire. So, long story short, this monster belongs to most of these countries that I listed, rather than just Turkey itself, but it's mostly considered Armenian and Turkish because of its home location. But it's an interesting world history either way, and it does relate back, and I love learning about this stuff. Based on all of that though, we actually believe the history of this monster goes back well before 1889, as this would make this monster more of a cryptid than a folklore monster. But the Lake Van monster is believed within Armenian folklore to be a descendant of a mythical beast, the Vishap. This was an Armenian flying water dragon who used to kidnap children and toddlers from humans to steal their souls to create their own children. It had the power to create huge storms over the water, including earthquakes, eclipses and whirlwinds when it ascended or descended from the sky. It was worshipped in numerous Ottoman countries as a symbol of fertility, wealth and water, but that eventually soured into a symbol of corrupting power. He was eventually slain by Vahagana, a Armenian mythical hero, and he was given the title of Vishapaka, which means Dragon Reaper or Reaper of Vishaps. Interestingly, there is an Armenian church that is on one of the islands within the lake that has a depiction of a sea monster in the stone on the outside walls, and so it's believed that people knew of the Lake Van monster since before this was erected in 915 AD, which was long before any empire or when our history books tell us this was first spotted. However, getting to more recent times, In the 1990s, this monster really took off within modern media due to a sighting in 1995, as well as an infamous recording of the monster in 1997. This video, which you can still watch on YouTube under Turkey, Pictures of a Lake Monster, created a massive interest in the monster throughout the world. It was argued that it could be a large bird, or even an elephant, but local scientists were very quick to tell the public that there are no elephants around this area, and that, and I quote, it is simply not possible for a creature of the size claimed by witnesses to live in a closed lake like Van. Camera crews from all over did go and check this out though, comparing it to those mythical legends we know from other countries, and the original source, Unul Kazak, wrote a book about the monster and has been talking to witnesses since he first spotted it back in 97. Most recently though, in 2017, a group of divers went to try and find the Lake Van monster, and instead found a 3,000 year old castle at the bottom of the lake. It's 14 feet high and is almost a mile long, and because of the high alkaline content in the lake, it is perfectly preserved. There are some really cool videos where you can check out their discovery, but they believe that this castle dates back to the Kingdom of Van, which was an ancient civilization that dates back to the 9th century BC. They also found a thousand year old gravestones, an underwater cave of stalagmites, 
as well as a Russian ship that sunk in 1948. However, no monster, I'm afraid. Now, the most common thought is that the Lake Van monster could be a plesiosaur like Nessie, or even a mosasaur, which are crocodilian-like dinosaurs. However, we then have the same debate that Nessie does. How does a dinosaur this large go for so long without being found? A common thought for this monster is that it's a hoax. Van is a really underdeveloped area of Turkey, and in comparison to the luxury tourist resorts or even the medical tourist areas, it's thought that this monster was created to pull in tourists to a lesser known area of the country, to increase tourism revenue, and generally improve lives for people living there. However, interestingly, the people from the area are generally considered to be quite superstitious, and they don't like to talk about their mythical monster history, meaning that this is actually one of the very few monsters from Turkey that we will have on the podcast. Whilst we will cover monsters from all around the area, including from within the Ottoman or the Persian Empire spaces, this may include Turkey, but to actually cover one specifically from there is very, very rare. Lastly, the other thing I want to mention here for this monster is a question I always get as a mythical monster expert, and that is, is it a cryptid or a myth or a folklore monster? Well, this one, really interestingly, is a bit of everything, and that's really rare. It's a cryptid in the sense that we don't have a lot to back this up, and a thorough history that is solid, and there are current sightings, it becomes a kind of cryptid from this. However, we know that it links back to an Armenian folklore and mythology tale, kind of making this an in-between monster, and immediately super interesting to me, and hopefully you too. But now, on to modern media. It is covered within a few bits of media here and there as a specific monster. However, of course, I will top this up with some lake monster bits from other places too. For art, have a look at the statue of the Lake Van monster that sits on Lake Van. It's a really cute dinosaur statue, so please go smile at the picture of it. It's really fun. Otherwise, check out independent art as always, but I will warn you that there isn't much of it. In movies, we have Naked Lunch, Beneath Loch Ness, Fantastic Beasts Somewhere to Find Them, The Water Horse, Scooby-Doo and the Loch Ness Monster, The Loch Ness Horror, Magic in the Water, The Librarian, Incident of Loch Ness, Amazon Women on the Moon, and Monsters, Inc. For TV, we have Animal X, The Secret Saturdays, Destination Truth, paranormal caught on camera for the actual Lake Van monster, but for other similar cryptids take a look at Primeval, Conspiracy the Missing Evidence, Phineas and Ferb, The Simpsons, Shaolin Showdown, Count Duckula, South Park, Doug, Gargoyles, The Family Ness, Inspector Gadget, Popeye and Son, SpongeBob SquarePants, Ah! Real Monsters! Fairly Odd Parents, Doctor Who, Mystery Hunters, X-Files, The Lost Tapes, River Monsters, and Bewitched. In video games, we have ones such as Ark Survival, Club Penguin, Shadow of Colossus, World of Warcraft, Zoo Tycoon, Pokemon, Ace Attorney, Psychonauts, Earthbound, 
Monster Rancher, The Sims, Super Mario Bros, Mass Effect 3, The Dark Side Detectives, Loch Ness, Endless Ocean, and Subnautica. Sadly, my book recommendation this week is not the book written by Uno Kazak, because I couldn't find it, which is a real shame. But I would recommend Lake Monster Mysteries, Investigating the World's Most Elusive Creatures by Benjamin Radford, or Dr. C. Lilifisk's Sirenology, A Guide to Mermaids and Other Under-the-Sea Phenomenon, which comes out in January by Jana Hedersorf and Dr. Cecilia Lilifisk for some great underwater monster stories. But now it's time for Do I Think They Existed? I'm gonna say I don't know for this one, because it's the same treatment I give other lake monsters like this. We just don't know. And realistically, we have more space for this monster in comparison to Loch Ness in this lake, which most people are also on the fence about. So it makes sense to give this one as much of the benefit of the doubt as Nessie. Also, the Lake Van monster actually has some sort of historical and mythological background from the Vishaps, and I really like this about that monster too. I won't be covering them in their own episode because that's about all the information I have on them, but I do think they're a great monster to look into if you do have a chance. The one thing that does point me towards not believing is that this is a really weird body of water. It's carbonated and super salty, and there's only one type of fish that can live in it. It doesn't go anywhere, so it has nowhere to hide when we're looking for it. So how have we not found it? It does definitely make things more hard to believe, but until they do a full drain of any of these legend harbouring lakes, I will remain a solid believer in most of them. But what do you think? Did the Lake Van monster swim about in his lake in Turkey? Let me know on Twitter, I would love to know what you think. It was a really cool monster. You know me and my lake monsters as well by this point. I really do find them so fascinating and I love all of the hysteria that comes from them. It's so great to see as a big folklore fan and a really nice one to cover too from somewhere that isn't so westernised for a change. Next week, it's our holiday special! We are heading over to the perfectly chilly Iceland and Faroe Islands for something a little hidden, but they do come out at this time of year. Make sure you pay your respects to the tiny houses on the hill to the Huddlefolk next Thursday. I promise you it is more seasonal than it sounds, but it should be a great one. If you have seen the Eurovision movie, you should already know what I'm talking about, and I hope you are super excited to hear my rendition of Ya Ya Ding Dong. Following all of this lovely festive fun though, I will be on a break for a week to celebrate the new year and the holidays, so we will be back on the 4th of January to kick off the new season, and I am very excited for this year's lineup. For now, thank you so much for listening though, it's been an absolute pleasure. If you enjoyed this podcast, please give it a rating on the service you are listening on. I've got the Twitter for any questions or suggestions on what monsters to cover next, and I'd love to hear from you social media handles for tiktok youtube instagram and threads are myth monsters podcast and the twitter is myth monsters pod but all of our content can always be found at mythmonsters.co.uk and you can find us on good pods buy me a coffee and patreon if you want to help me fund the podcast too come join the fun though share this with your pals 
They might love me as much as you do. But for now, stay spooky. And I'll see you later, vibes. Bye.